you are listening to BA Chats, and I'm your host, Kevin Koontz. And I am your host, Rachel Koontz, his wife. Happy wife. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you always for listening. We've got good things going on at BA Chats. Always. So just in case you don't know a little bit about BA Chats, we exist for two reasons. <laughs> two wonderful two reasons. Wonderful. These are our two objectives. This yeah, our two objectives. For. This is what we're going for. <laughs> Number one... <laughs> The word testimony means do it again, God. And so you're going to hear lots of stories. Lots of testimonies. And lots of testimonies. And this is your invitation into the testimony and to do it again. This is an invitation for you to jump in and say, hey, if he can do it for one person, why wouldn't he do it for another? Mm -hmm. He's no respecter of persons. So testimony, do it again. That's number one. I'm going to let you take dose. Our second reason is people are wonderful. We are, I'm, I'm floored by our stories. Yeah. <laughs> God is doing great things yeah. in all of us. And so, um, just being around Bethel, Bethel Atlanta and talking to people, we got to the point, I'm like, I, I, I've never seen a richer group of people. I haven't either. That are just hearing the Lord and moving across the country and seeing signs and wonders and having radical transformation in their lives. I mean, we're just a rich, rich group of folks, and, and um, we wanted to share. That's what. Yes, we do. And you need to know about them because, what, what, five minutes in the, walking through the church hallway, like you can really get to know somebody. Totally. So this is kind of your little open door into getting to know people that are that you see on, on any given Saturday, soon to be Sunday. I know. I know. Big wow. Nerds, I know. That's oh, awesome. That's a teaser. Angels are singing. <laughs> Let's go ahead and give our email address up front. We usually do this at the end, but just if you ever want to contact us, um, if something wonderful has happened to you, if you've heard great things um, on the podcast, go ahead and contact us. We really enjoy hearing from y'all. Yeah, easy. Chats at BethelAtlanta.com. How hard is that? It's not. Okay. We are joined today, we're joined this evening by two precious, precious girls (laughs) that are very... Young ladies. Young ladies, powerful and precious people, valuable to our group of people. We are joined with Zaina Allen and Sam Tidwell. Hi, girls. Hello. Now, now Zaina, you got to get right up on that mic, girl, because we're not going to be able to hear you. We want to hear that booming voice that carries. (laughs) How are you guys doing? Good. Good. <laughs> I'm doing great. Good. Thank you so much for coming in. I can't wait to share the wealth of you with everybody. So let's just start with you, sweet Zaina. What is it that you're doing in Bethel, Atlanta, and our group of folks? So I serve on the worship team Wonderful. at Bethel, Atlanta, and I also co- coordinate worship at Bassam. The oh. School of Ministry, and it's so much fun. <laughs> she kills it. Oh, you do yes. kill it, Zeta. You do really so well. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> and Sam, what about you? Um, I also serve on the worship team, and um, yeah, I just kind of help out where I can. I do like social media for Bethel Health, and um, just some research stuff for even Bethel Health, like it, um, just in their coordination and scheduling. So yeah, which is. Wildly Which is helpful. really helpful. <laughs> and tell us about the instrument you play that's so marvelous. Oh <laughs> Which everybody yeah. wants to talk about. Man. So I play what's called the hammered dulcimer. dulcimer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nailing it. Um, yeah. That's what an instrument. It's been called a xylophone, a zebulon, <laughs> a dulcimer. Um, oh. Yeah. All kinds of things. But um, it is a hammered dulcimer. And it's actually... It's the ancestor of the piano. So, because um, when you press the key like a regular acoustic piano, it's a hammer hitting the string. And for the, because this is a podcast, basically a hammer dulcimer, it's like this big trapezoid shaped instrument with a billion strings going across it. And you play them almost like 
drums. Looks like the inside of a piano. Yeah, basically, yeah. And then kind of like a vertical Mm -hmm. format. So, yeah. Okay, well, we're going to have to hear this evening how in the world did you get turned on. Story Is it? Mm -hmm. I bet it's so beautiful. It adds so much. Thank you. Okay, so take that one away. the first time we heard one, but I'm not going to say it now. No, no, go ahead and say (laughs) it now. I think we remember. Was it the same? Because we were both like, what is that wonderful sound? Yes. Where was it? We hosted a concert in in, uh, the Brownwood Coliseum. Siler's Bald. Oh my gosh. It was Siler's Bald used to play the hammered dulcimer. It was was a Christian man. Siler's Bald? Oh. No. We're, we're, we're aging ourselves just a little bit. <laughs> just they just were so a great you know. Band. You guys look them up. They're they toured out there. with these guys, call, this guy called Todd Agnew. Ever, ever remember awesome. him? Nope. And these girls <laughs> called the Barlow Girls. Ever heard of them? Nope. Y'all haven't heard of the Barlow oh, Girls? I really my. haven't. Oh, I think girls. I have. I just. Oh. Okay. Don't they ask were me awesome. <laughs> Everybody in podcast land, just write it down. Barlow Girl. Got it. Siler's Bald, Todd Agnew. There you go. Run it. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, sweet Zaina. I want to hear, how in the world did you get to Bethel, Atlanta? How did we inherit your goodness? It's a weird story. (laughs) So I have a, he's not my godfather, but my parents are his children's godparents. Okay. Okay. So So your parents are his kids' godparents. Gotcha. Right. Okay. And he moved to Alaska. Um, and we, him, me, him, and his wife used to worship together. Um, and he moved to Alaska and messaged me on Facebook and was like, you know, there's a Bethel Atlanta, right? Because he knew I was like going through some transition church-wise. Which no one ever knows for some reason. Right. And I was like, uh, okay, it's That's probably changing. far. Yeah, it's probably far in the city or somewhere. I don't know. Um, I was like 18 at the time. And... Then I did the worship university online that Reading does. And nice. one of my friends, who I'm still close with now, put on a forum, like, talking about Bethel Atlanta. So I was like, okay, I'll try it. But I was at this time where I was like, I'm done with church. <laughs> so <laughs> literally I had tried tons of churches around me. I was like, God, this is the last church that I'm showing up on wow. a Sunday. And now I've been here for like six years, so <laughs> he, he I'm was not leaving. leaving. He was like, it is the last church that you're going to try, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody needs to write a book, I Kiss Church Dating Goodbye. Well, Zayna, have you always been involved in worship? Has that always been in your heart? Um, I didn't start leading worship till I was like 14, Oh, well, that's, that's nice and young, that's though. Super young. Were you leading vocally and like at church? Yes, I okay. s- but I started in like FCA at my school, oh, wow. so I knew nothing about really leading worship except for singing to the Lord when I was like younger by myself. That's awesome. So that was really scary. <laughs> but those, and then that's I a got great to start. Church and yeah, those FCA I, days. I love that you started in FCA. That's beautiful because yeah. you're a gymnast. Am I remembering that properly? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Were you a competition gymnast? Yeah, I was a competitive gymnast for a couple of years. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. And so worship has been in your heart for a long time. Mm -hmm. So how was the worship school from Bethel, Reading? It was great because I had, I kind of was in a charismatic church in high school for a little bit, but I didn't know about like, how do I feel God tangibly during worship or like um, the prophetic or just anything about his presence, like I was taught that you don't feel God all of the time or can't feel him when you want to because you'll die. Oh, <laughs> I was like, okay. Well, no, crack. You hear that? You're like, and I don't want to die, so I guess I'm going to sit here unfeeling, but I love you, sir. Right. I wanted to, like, 
I wanted to hear God when I worshiped. I didn't want to just like sing songs. So doing the worship you online, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, what? It was overwhelming. I I still have my notes from it and I'll go back. I'm like, wow, I could not like comprehend that back then. But I'm glad I took notes. Oh, sure. Did it. So what were some of the experiences? Because I love these these stories from we're all growing up, believing something, you know, which Mm -hmm. is not bad. I mean, it's not we're all taught something. And then you learn a more beautiful truth or the truth, period. (laughs) I love the stories. We were like, oh, my what in the world? (laughs) So what were some of yours with worship you? Um, maybe some of the things you took notes on. I think like sitting still. Oh, nice. During a worship set and like not being afraid that no one's not singing. Nice. Like not being afraid of that like awkward space because those are the times where you just hear like that's those are the moments where I hear the Lord the most when I'm like listening to what's going on in the room, listening to God, um, what the band is doing. A ton of my prophetic moments come from like, oh, that's like super, this sounds weird, groovy or. That's um, a good word. Like I, a great word. I feel what you're hearing from heaven. And so I'm going to mm. try to put words to it. So I learned how to just like chill out. Learn mm. like let God be God. And that's awesome. And sing. Can you even, did you ever dream that you'd be leading worship at Bethel, Atlanta School of Supernatural Ministry? No. (laughs) We have got to hear that story. (laughs) No, I remember (laughs) I tried out for the worship team for school back in first year when I did it. Which we do have to hear about your school experiences, both of you. Yeah, (laughs) and I shook like a chicken. The whole time. It was so embarrassing. And I couldn't stop. And I had, I've sung in front of a lot of people before, but something about auditioning, wow. I just shook. And I shook for a couple of weeks. Wow. But I would not trade it for the world. And I, would, wow. I did not think that I'd be able to lead the school worship as a whole. Wow. So every day it's like, oh, my gosh, I get to do this. Like, this is fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. How about you, sweet Sam? How did you get to Bethel, Atlanta? Oh, man. So I, um, so I, when I got saved, I guess it was seventh, seventh or eighth grade um, in this pretty large Baptist church. And I guess about a year into it, I was on YouTube, and um, which is how a lot of my cool stories start. <laughs> yeah. I'm on YouTube one day. <laughs> Lord. Um <laughs> And I find this video of Stephanie Gretzinger, and I'm pretty sure it was, like, the more I seek you video. Do you know what I'm talking about? And she's just, like, manifesting on stage, like, twitching. And I'm like, you look ridiculous. There's <laughs> there's no way you would want to fake that. So, like, there's there's got to be – there's got to be more the more to God than what I'm experiencing. Because at the time, I was like, what I'm experiencing, is it's not worth dying for. Like, it's – Wow. So, it was – yeah, and it was one of those things, too. Like, I remember – um, my first night stepping into youth group was like the first time I'd ever like experienced worship like that. And at this at this same Baptist church, yeah, okay, yeah, literally like, same night, first time back into a church. Wow, and yeah, awesome. years. And um, and I, just in that moment, it was like the seed was planted in me. Like I fell in love with the idea of encountering God through music. And so wow. yeah, so like a year later, I'm YouTubing worship 
and I'd see that, and I'm like, okay, there's there's more to God than what I'm experiencing. So I would literally, I had no grid for any of it. Like, I had no idea where, like, charismatic churches were. I had no language for anything. Like, And so I would just literally go to the back of my youth group and experience. Like, I would do weird stuff with my body and like, <laughs> just, like, do stuff, see if I can... If I can feel them. So it just got to the point where I was like, well, this That's is awesome. kind of ridiculous. You're practicing. <laughs> you were. Exactly. Yeah. It's great. Oh, my gosh. I would, I would try to mimic Carrie Job movements. <laughs> That's real. You're gonna That's mimic, real. If you're going to mimic Carrie Job, I have to mimic. You just vivid memories. Um, yeah. So well, <laughs> share a vivid memory. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Carrie used to do this thing. So, like. I guess about, like, eight to ten years ago, she was a little more, like, bouncy than she is now. She's kind of calm, but she would, like, fooling herself all over the place. And she would do this thing. I'm, uh, this is hard to do on a podcast. <laughs> She's, like, was throwing her arm, like, out to the side of her. And I was like, she totally oh, did. She must really feel yeah. bad. So <laughs> that's what I did. I would. I remember, like, staying in the back by the pool table in the dark. I couldn't even see myself. And just slinging my arms. <laughs> right. Almost in a lunge. Like, because her, her front leg was always bent. And it was, it this was is ridiculous. when she was at Christ wow. for the Nations. She right was afterwards, well, right? Yeah. No, it was, after yeah, yeah, and she was doing a lot of stuff like Desperation Band, which is like super throwback. Like Yahweh. Remember that video? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that Desperation Band. Oh. They were awesome. They were, they were a great band. So yeah, she, but it was CFNI, Rick Pino. Rick Pino oh, days. those were good yeah, days. Man. Yeah, good days. Those, exci- those were arm throwing days, baby. Mm-hmm. I mean, we should all have been throwing yeah. our arms around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, anyways, I just was finding like just the weirdest worship stuff on YouTube. Even like Audra Land in the in the in the prayer room. Do you know who Audra Land is, Anna? And she would do these weird like she would just sing straight from Revelations in the throne room and would make all these like weird. Like, like, if the Bible, if Revelations had a sound or, like, background music playing, this is, her. yeah. I mean, it was, like, creepy stuff, like, <laughs> which I still kind of have a strange love for it. But, I mean, I was just this little Baptist girl, like, listening to this stuff even Bethel people would call weird. And, um... <laughs> She's obviously yeah. saying a lot. Well, it really must be yeah. weird. <laughs> I was set up to, yeah, just... Yeah, you so, were being drawn in from I the really was. wow, it's really beautiful. So, um, I guess about a month into doing all that, I'd really just prayed for a way to like just just a door into this like supernatural side of God. And literally, like a month later, um, Nikki Harris, which oh. plug, she was on this podcast. What like third yeah. two weeks ago? Yes, Go podcast before it. last. She's yeah, wonderful. Still, she yep. and Shane Harris, they're insane. <laughs> They're oh my gosh. great. They are great people. That was yes. a lot of fun. Yeah. So she just like walked into my life. And I remember I actually, my, my friend asked me to go to this Christian spoken word event. And I was like, sure. And turns out we were, we ended up riding with Nikki. And I remember the first thing she did was like play me this song by Sean Floyd, Make Me a Lover. And I was like, wait a minute. You know these people. Do you, do you know how to play You Know Me by Stephanie Gretzinger? <laughs> <laughs> it was like super intense. And she was like, and um, here comes yeah. your arm. You started exactly. throwing your arm around. <laughs> exactly. There goes that arm. Got left hook. And, and so literally from that moment on, I don't think we've ever gone a day without talking. Like for real. It's, and so she just beautifully like walked me through just all of that. And wow. I mean, we experienced like revival and her youth group, just crazy stuff. That's a whole other story in itself. But um, 
kind of long story short, um, after being about a year under her, like her and Shane's leadership in their youth group and just doing music, um, Oh gosh, that's so a whole other backstory. You started worship in Shane and Nikki's youth group. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. It, yeah. That's awesome. I bet they're good stories. Yeah, they are. <laughs> really, what a life. But um, I guess so. Yeah, about a year or two in, into that at that church, just some you know typical church stuff happened. Sure. Whatever. Where you kind of they get fired for just reasons that are really ridiculous and just kind of, you know, just church stuff. And so we had just been kind of wandering a little bit. And it was the same kind of thing that everybody goes to or goes through where it's like they're uh, on the Internet and Beth Luna randomly pops up and like, oh, I didn't know there's Beth Luna. And wow. so I should be put on a T-shirt. But um, <laughs> it's a definite hashtag asking to happen. <laughs> hashtag. Yeah. hashtag. I didn't I know there was a Beth Luna. I've heard that sentence come out of so many people's mouths. I think it's supernatural. <laughs> I think it's just a the yeah. Lord is you know just he's hidden in all the about cleft. timing. Yeah, for sure. Real quick, I have an uncle, a world changing uncle that says if you don't get kicked out of at least a couple of churches, oh, yeah. you're doing something wrong. Let me tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, because it, I mean, it was just it was in response of and, sure and yeah sure revival was happening in that youth group. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So. So you were leading worship there, and you guys tripped on Beth Atlanta together. Yeah. And you just came. You visited, like, mm-hmm. over at the ABC building. ABC, yep. Wow. Okay, so back to Zaina. How did you guys become students? When did you decide to enroll as a student? I was at Bethel Atlanta for a year. Okay. And I was like, mm, feeling it out, sitting in the back. And sure. then I actually was doing Bible college online through CF&I. Oh, really? Zaina, how did we not know this? We <laughs> love, cool. you know, we're from Texas. We've got all sorts Aww. of friends that were CF and I graduates, yep, and on. that's a great place. Yeah, I'm not done yet. I'm on a six-year plan. <laughs> I have like two years in. Um, yeah. It just got really expensive. And sure. I was doing it online, so I was like, I need friends. <laughs> and I knew yeah. that there was a school. Wow. Um but I didn't find that out till like six months in and it had already started. So I told my mom, I was like, they have a school. And she's like, you should do it. So I did first year. How was your first year experience at Bassum? It was crazy. <laughs> but in the most beautiful way. Like sure. when people ask me, like, what did school do for you? It like oh. changed my whole life. Like, I don't wow. even know. I literally wouldn't be the person that I am today. Wow. Like, the way I know Jesus and talk to Jesus and the um, connections I've made just from knowing him more, it's like your life just gets way better when you go to ministry school. Wow. Like if you're unsure, do it. (laughs) And I was totally like, I have no idea. A lot of the times in class, like the first three or four months, I was like, what? <laughs> like what is going on or what were we learning or what is going on? I remember the first night they started like prophesying over people and I knew they did it in church, but I was like, no one's going to call me out. Like I'm in the back. I'm in the back. Um, and Jen and her team had finished giving out prophetic words. Jen Stockman. Yes. Another shout out. That's a great podcast. They were, yes. the Stockman's made yep. a gr- They were awesome. BA chatters. And at that time, Jeremy Connor was on her team, and he was like, oh, no, 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 I have one more word. And I was like, no, 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 no. 
You knew. <laughs> I knew he, it was going to be for me. And he gave me this word, and I had to stand up, and it was, like, spot on. Um, Do you remember the word? Yes. He said that um, – he just talked about how God was just going to piece me all back together. Wow. Like, I was, like, my ballerina box got broken, and it totally did. And my first year was all about, like, Jesus putting back the pieces. And mm. now I'm just, like, running because <laughs> all my pieces are back together. But I learned how to get over being nervous when someone gave me a prophetic word. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boy, the prophetic environment at school is so special. And at the church is so yeah. special. Yeah. It's so helpful. I think all of us have been changed in a in hundred ways, don't you? Hmm. Yes. For sure. Okay, so did you finish all three years, Zaina? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I finished. you expound on that. <laughs> oh gosh. Ooh, I can't wait. So I finished all three years, <laughs> and then um, I got asked to coordinate worship, and I was like, "Yeah," because I get to stay around. I won't be like that girl that comes back to high school, and people are like, "Why are you still here?" <laughs> um, and All then, Zayna, were you willing to be that girl for real? You were about to be her. I was going to like slide I was, in. Yeah, I would Maybe totally worship do it. A times. So I was like, okay, I'm still going to be in the environment. And then Lindy Hale comes to me after I had like talked to her about this dream that I had. And she was like, I really feel like you're supposed to do second year again. And my first thought was like, you're crazy. <laughs> Like, another year of ministry school? Like, I've already done this. Um, and she was like, but you hear from the Holy Spirit, so he'll tell you. And I was like, great. <laughs> so now it's on me to figure out what he's saying. And I fought it for from, like, July till September till the night of orientation. And once we started, like, praying for the hurricane to stop, oh, I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. I know. I know I'm supposed to be here wow. again as a student. And second year, like, this past one, I mean, all my years were great, but this, like, changed me wow. completely. Like, I, even, like, we get wrapped up, which is beautiful, in, like, the prophetic and right. words of knowledge, but, like, I honed in, like, on the gospel, wow. and, like, <laughs> it just wrecks me. Yeah. I'm like, how did I forget that this is the most important thing ever? <laughs> That's so great. So, yeah. So great. So last four year. Four years of school. Well, four years. It was actually a second year, but it was a very transforming mm-hmm. year. And that was the year, am I correct, that you were asked to lead worship now? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so for I did all. Both. How is that going? How do you like that? Oh, it was, I had the time of my life. <laughs> great. Like, I was a little sad crying when the school year was over because <laughs> that was, like, my favorite thing to do. I mean, there's wow. things that aren't fun. Sure. But then I just make them fun because I'm like, ah, this is such a great opportunity to lead people and like pastor people that are world changers. Wow. Whether it's business or ministry or anything. And there's nothing like Monday night worship. Mm-mm. It's true. There's nothing like Oh, man. It's true. Would you say that you experienced um, that big amount of growth in your fourth, second year because of the leadership? Do you think the leadership has brought around a lot of about a lot of growth in you? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Okay. For sure. And something sh- like shifted in me this year. What was it? I d- like I guess which is silly, but I like I allowed myself to just like 
lead it's and not think. I, know. I mean, there were a couple of years when I was leading worship where I was like, I don't really know if this is where I'm supposed to be. And like, this is what I should be doing. But I stepped into this thing of like, no, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Just own it. Love people. Hear, hear God and just run. Wow. And it like, mm-hmm. it changed something in me. And I think it happened at the PCB retreat. Really? To the point where I was like, who am I? Like, um, awesome. yeah, if that makes any sense. Did it happen Absolutely. in an encounter? Did it feel like it was all at once? Or did you look back and realize the Lord had been doing that for years? Or I think last year was a year I just like really let a lot of stuff go. Wow. And just, oh, that's like powerful. even saying yes to worship and second year, it was like risk. And it was like, oh, either you just trust God or you're going to try to figure everything out yourself. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to let it all go. Wow. And so I found myself in like letting it go and letting Jesus just lead me. <laughs> that's powerful, so, Zaina. That's really powerful. It's beautiful. Well, thank you for doing that. You yeah. blessed all of us. You bless all of us all the time. all right sweet sam how did you end up going to school and have you done all three years or where are you in the school process um i actually did it right out of high school um oh great yeah i'm still kind of a kid (laughs) um you're wonderful (laughs) yeah i i did it right out of high school i I remember um my senior year like sitting in the back of my um classroom in this trailer teacher Dave class and like thinking about filling it out but it was way too early like way too early and it probably still had like the year before application and I'm like (laughs) contemplating filling it out and and I just kind of forgot about it and then towards the end probably about a month before uh, two months before orientation it just kind of came back up Nikki and Shane were doing it too and I was oh, like nice. and the Holy Spirit's kind of like, oh yeah and he like brought me back to that memory and I was like oh and so yeah I did it so I was only two years ago <laughs> did I just hear you say you're yeah. 20 <laughs> yes yes you well, did <laughs> that's, you have you're living a good life at 20 it's Sam yeah, it's are. a good life it's so good what life. was your experience at Bassam like oh lord <laughs> <laughs> that first Ooh. year, we can just start it. What was your first year like? You know, it's interesting because I don't, I sometimes I struggle with memory. I, I remember like emotions and what I experienced and how it felt, but I don't, I won't always remember like the practical things that happened. Sure. And so that was a lot of first year. Um, and I think it was just a lot of like sown seeds of acceptance because I was super isolated in that year kind of out of my head like I had like no friends and that was intentional like I you just, were isolated before yeah because school. okay because what yeah so like I went from like um like freshman all through middle school freshman sophomore year did all the sports like was like was gonna in the process of being recruited and so like that like pushed me recruited in the for what softball great mm-hmm. Sam so I can totally see that <sighs> thanks <laughs> I guess <laughs> I get the total compliment yeah that was the whole nother backstory. Anyways, but um, where was I at? About sophomore year, and you were being recruited. Yeah. But then okay. You yeah. Yeah. So uh, isolation. Yeah. Right. So I'm like in the middle of just all of that, and I literally I fell so in love with God and with worship. Wow. I literally quit everything. Like in one week, like I went from putting my body through hell, if I may, and sure. doing all the things, and I just literally in a week like stopped and I'm just now getting back into being athletic as of like two months ago like Sam. I stopped like laid it down and 
so that kind of wreaked ham- havoc on my family because, um, I mean, like my mom trained for the 96 Olympics. Oh. A lot of people don't know oh, that. Wow. Like in yeah. softball? Not in softball. It was actually, so her quick story is that she played college basketball um, at a D2, Slippery Rock University. Um, Could have gone D1 in softball, but she chose basketball and literally picked up a sport called team handball just for fun in college, like as a club. And she was a goalie on the USA team handball. <laughs> <laughs> so you like, guys are athletic people, obviously. Yeah, I mean, same kind of thing on my dad's side, like wow. college athlete. And so, like, and just all of my cut, like, it's just a thing. It's in the family. Sure. And it's it's yeah. a beautiful heritage. Oh, yeah. It's, it's intense. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Try being raised by a coach. <laughs> I actually was raised by a coach. Oh, yeah. So you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. So I, um, yeah. So when I dropped everything, I, like, immediately, I mean, I was, like, 16-year-old. 16 years old like reading bill johnson books and i don't say that in like a way that's like i was so wise when i was 16 it actually like kind of damaged me in a sense because i literally got to the point where i didn't know how to practically talk to people my age like it was bad i literally went from being like you know what that you would consider like semi-popular in the middle of all these things my senior year yeah my senior year i don't even think i said goodbye to anybody like it was like that it was Pretty yeah. Was this through one encounter or what happened? What? I, you, you just I mean, got just said gradually. Like, I just was head over heels. It was just that's like awesome. there's just that thing of of like resonance. Like that's kind of a big way he speaks to me. When like when I I just resonate with something and I just know. Like I know that I know that I know. And so so I'm a bit of a passionate person. So like when I do something like and so yeah, Athletes I didn't I didn't have right. And I didn't have people exactly. And so yeah. I just didn't have like healthy boundaries. So it actually like kind of damaged me in a sense because I didn't have the balance of like healthy community and so coming out of high school like my only community was the Harris family wow literally and I lived an hour away from everything my senior year my my senior year my commute was an hour and five minutes one way oh yeah like I Bethel was an hour away and so I just had so really first year was just being submerged in the idea of literally just the idea of community and second year was like the fulfillment of it so there's so first year was just a lot of sewing and a lot of breaking stuff down and I didn't actually experience the fruit of it until second year wow and so second year would you call that a breakthrough year the breakthrough year yeah wow yeah was that just this last year yes oh like Sam this is all happening it's it's crazy like me a year ago night and day so it's been a good year Good. And Good so year. are you going to go into third year? This oh, yeah. Fall? Okay, so oh, you're a third yeah. year student. Zane is too, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love school. I heard that. No, I'm going to laugh when you show up at orientation. <laughs> well, how did you yeah. get involved with the dulcimer? Oh, man. What a story. Um, it's funny because I was actually writing about this today for something. Are you um, a writer? Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay, there's so much we're finding out about you precious people. Awesome. I know. Yeah. Um, so this was another YouTube start. Um, yeah, a lot of big things in my life start Which from YouTube. we're going to have to come back and, and give some of that, yeah. to give some information on that, because it's awesome. <laughs> um, I was just... You know when you go down those YouTube holes where you, like, click suggested videos and you don't stop, and you're mm-hmm. like, crap, where am I at? <laughs> And um, that happened. And so there is this guy, his name is Stephen Roach. um, Phenomenal, phenomenal player. He's like a multi-instrumentalist, plays like, 
want to say like 30 something instruments insane super prophetic he's out of morning star and um, steven roach steven roach never even heard his name he's so good oh wow. my gosh but um and I, I saw this like random like it was just like a cell phone video that was posted on youtube and they were doing a house concert he has this band called songs of water brilliant and they were doing a house concert in jonathan and melissa's house or jonathan and melissa helser's house okay and so like i see this instrument and i'm like that's the creepiest looking thing I've ever seen, but it's so cool. I remember like Snapchatting Nikki and like, we've got to get one of these one day. <laughs> and um, the Hesslers are totally people that would play dulcimers. Oh, yeah. They oh, have yeah. the most fun oh, sounds yeah. in their music. Oh, yeah. I it's, love their stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's in quite so a few of their tracks. J- just point of reference, the Hesslers are the people that wrote their most famous song would be No Longer Slaves. Yeah, No Longer Slaves, Catch the Wind and... Yeah, they're just... Yeah, they're, they're wonderful. Oh, yeah. They use a lot of fun sounds. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so I see this video and I'm just like, huh, like just a little seed was planted and I kind of forget about it for a year. And then one day I'm back on YouTube and <laughs> just sitting in a car, like waiting for my mom to get done grocery shopping. And there's this video of this other musician. His name's Joshua Messick. He's a dulcimer whiz. And he's playing this song called Desire for Departure. And I remember like listening <laughs> to this and it's just an instrumental song with just the, the hammer dulcimer. And I'm, like, listening to this, and I just start crying. Like, I didn't know why. It was the same kind of experience I had had um, with guitar, which, oh, crap, that's another backstory. <laughs> um, so you play dulcimer and guitar, so two stringed instruments. Yeah, yeah. So um, so I just heard it, and it just resonated. So literally, I think a few months later, my, my dad and I went on this spontaneous road trip just to, through the North Carolina mountains just to try to find it because in America, it's it's kind of more of, an Appalachian instrument, and that's totally. starting to change. But is so, it? Yeah. Um, so it's out there with all the yodelers. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and so we just took like literally just a spontaneous road trip, and I had been listening to Joshua Messick's album just like on repeat, his instrumental album. And so we find this random shop called Song of the Wood. And I kid you not, I walk in and the first person I see is Joshua Messick. No. Oh, he doesn't oh. work there. He, I didn't even know he was from North Carolina. I just knew his name and his album. And he just happened to be there that oh day. And word. he was an hour late waiting on his supplier, whatever that means. And <laughs> nobody happened to come into the shop for that hour, which doesn't happen because it's kind of the heart and soul of Black Mountain, which is, sure. which is a touristy town. And he literally, this is the other cool thing too, he just kind of takes me aside and, and walks me through his instrument and without me even asking him or like verbalizing anything he literally like my top three favorite songs he just played for me wow. right in front wow. of me. so I was just like that's beautiful Sam yeah it was just like just weird stuff it was the Lord. like super cool and so I was like that's it did you get a dulcimer that day it wasn't that day I had to go back home and work and save up <laughs> but about a month later I drove up and, and bought that sucker my first one so it's beautiful what a great yeah. story yeah so he was home is that just where he was from? So he's from Asheville, which is about, mm-hmm. I want to say, like 20 minutes outside of Black Mountain. Okay, so he was just in a music shop close to Yeah, home. he okay. just was in a music shop that day. What are the chances? So. Did you tell him you'd been listening yeah. to his music like a whole day? Yeah. That's so yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. Okay, so. we're going to come back to you and yeah. YouTube. <laughs> yeah, so, so Zaina, um, so tell us a little bit. Now, we know that you're worship leader, but you're also a songwriter. Yes. And so, um, <laughs> so a, a little birdie told me the other day mm-hmm. that you've actually written a song. Yes. So, and you've released that song. So tell us a little bit about it. So I released my song Surrounded July 27th. Um, 
And it was a song that I wrote last year and got inspired to write it at a worship night here on the property. Um, and I sat next to your son, actually. To, to <laughs> our son, our little guy? Yes. Aww. Mm-hmm. And I love telling the story because it's just funny. I, I live an hour away from Bethel. Okay. And I was a full-time nanny for a different family a year ago. And I knew that there was a worship night and I didn't want to come because I was <laughs> tired. I was like, Lord, I'm just tired. And I felt the Holy Spirit say, if you go, I have something for you. Oh, Dana. Like, oh, that's so sweet. But like, can we do this at home? Because <laughs> I need to fall asleep. Right. And I was like, fine, I'll go. Um, and I was like, but I don't want to drive an hour. And then a friend was like, I'll drive us. And I was like, okay. So I'm sitting on the lawn and I hear um, everywhere, far and wide, I'm surrounded. And I had other like... Uh, lyrics with it too but I was like that's what I came for and in that season of my life was that phrase yes wow um in that season of my life just things weren't working I was like I I want things to work but relationships aren't working like things I try to do just don't work but I'm like I know that you're in everything that I do so I'm not gonna freak out and um (laughs) yeah and so I ended up writing the rest of it in my basement, that's where I worship alone. At my upright, I have three upright pianos in my house. <laughs> you need to share. Which drives my mom crazy. <laughs> um, and so I wrote the rest of it, and I didn't write the bridge until after, like around, around PCB time. Okay. And someone was praying for my headache, and they were like moving their hands around my ears, which was cool. It didn't bother me at all. And I just whispered to the Lord, like, I want to feel you that closely. Mm. And in my bridge, I the first line says, violently, you spin around me. And when mm. I got back to my piano that Monday after being away for the weekend, I could literally feel the Lord spinning around oh, me. Zena. Um, And it's also how he, like, just kisses me throughout the day. But That's every awesome. single time I go down to my piano to play, I, yeah, I can feel him there in other places, too. But... Um, Surrounded was a song that I like sat on because I don't really share. I write a ton, but I don't. Do really you? Good to share know them. <laughs> I'm trying to be different. <laughs> um, and I remember like sending it to Vanessa and Sam Medlin, and then I sent it to Sam Tidwell, who's here with us. Um, <laughs> and everyone was like, well, Are you going to sing this? Like, are you going to do something with it? And I finally got to lead it at school um but it's been like my anthem for myself and it's been cool to like share it with people and even the church like hear the church sing it I'm like oh my gosh like so exciting it's a beautiful song thanks (laughs) so how did the release go oh it was so fun right good yeah and (laughs) so good I mean it'll make more sense when Sam tells her YouTube story but like even people that I didn't know were waiting on me to release it and then Mm. had my party here at the property with like people that I love and it was just great that's so so fun so how could people get hold of this song because you know they're going to want to be hearing your song surrounded (laughs) so it's on iTunes and Spotify and um Apple Music like sh- all the streaming stuff. It's on YouTube. 
if you want to listen to it there. It's on every, like, major platform. So, Zaina, Z-A-I-N-A, Allen. Yes. yes. The way you think that Allen is spelled. Mm-hmm. And the name of the song oh, is Surrounded. Surrounded. Yes. Not fight yes. my battles. No. <laughs> What's that? Not. I said, not fight my battles. Oh. <laughs> we're we're just laughing. The one. Right. Just the one surrounded. Because yeah. the other surrounding it, this is how I fight my battles. That's yes. Kind of came up right around the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just How's the song doing? It's doing really good. Like, I'm surprised because I didn't mm-hmm. like promote it as much as I wanted to after because I got sick. But on its own, I like hear beautiful testimonies Great. coming from it. So. Great. Yeah. It's doing good. Okay, looking at people surrounded <laughs> Zayna Allen. It's totally it's a it's a marvelous, powerful song. Zayna, yeah. good job. Thank Girl, you. yay. Yes. Oh, it's easy to celebrate. Very easy to celebrate. So you mentioned um, when you were you were talking just a minute ago about you about Sam and YouTube. Mm-hmm. So what's up what's up with you and YouTube? Like I want to hear that story. Because <sighs> Rachel's YouTube. like giving me like yeah. she's giving me like the like the you know, um, minute and a half version, but yeah. I would like to hear the <laughs> I like to hear the unedited version. Yeah, such another random, weird accident is really what it was. Um, yeah, so back kind of back kind of in that season when I was super hungry, um, I all I would listen to was was like literally all I used to listen to was just like prophetic moments from Bethel worship. Wow, and. Um, and there, and it was just one of those like awkward things where that stuff, it's not on iTunes. Like it's not, there's not an easy way to just click on it and hear it. You have to like, you know, go type in a website on your phone, go to a worship set, try to scroll somewhere in between like an hour long set to try to find this moment. And I think at the time I'm super naive about copyright. And, (laughs) and I also, um, like I, there was like two other channels maybe a few more like doing it already and and they had gotten like an okay to just but so what I did basically is that I would just edit out prophetic moments from worship sets because I couldn't find them anywhere else and so I would upload them I never shared anything why the prophetic moments I that's just all it just that's just all that would satisfy me like really that's all literally all I could listen to and like radio stuff, it's not even like a, that's a secular thing. It's not even that at all. It just like was annoying to me. It was like literally all I could do was just listen to prophetic moments. Just being drawn so, in. Wow. Yeah. And so. That's awesome. That's I just would edit out the parts that I wanted to listen so I could have it on my phone. That's literally all I did. And so you started a whole YouTube channel of you, you cut out prophetic moments and put it on there for your benefit so you could listen to it. Yeah, still to, still to this day, if I posted something, it's literally only for me and other people. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah, a lot of other people just happen to also mm-hmm. enjoy it. So it just kind of, um, like I remember, gosh, King of My Heart. So that video, when it when that song broke out, um, when Stephanie first sang it, that song had been written for four years. Nobody, right. It was on two other albums and no one knew about it. Mm-hmm. And and so it was around Christmas. I was in Pennsylvania, Um with family and I had heard this song and I was and it was just one of those things I was like wow there's something on that and um so I literally posted it just for me like literally all my videos still to this day are literally just so I could have it on my phone (laughs) and um and it just sounds fantastic because you have an android (laughs) I prefer the term Samsung okay (laughs) um (laughs) It had to come out. Exactly. Uh, yeah. 
Don't let me say it. Um, she likes the open source. <laughs> it's really, you couldn't have done that on the iPhone. I will just say. I will just say. Just, just say, say it. it. Say just it. say it. Um, at least not at that time. But, see, yeah, I, that's just what happened. And people just found it. Like, I didn't share a single video for an entire year. Like, it was just for me. And, and people just happened to already be searching that a lot. I mean, I even got, like, a, a direct message from from Bethel Music saying, like, hey, this is okay. Um, just as long as, you know, like, once a week to, like, this amount of time. And so that was relieving to hear, to know, like, there's a little bit of a blessing. And they actually, like, make money off of this, which is actually really cool and a blessing to me because because they have copyright of it. They actually make money off of streaming. So it's almost, like, cool that my channel and a few others actually get to, like, bring income into into Bethel in that sense. So what so happened with awesome. this little station that you made just for your benefit? It blew up. <laughs> how, many, how many people are watching this now? What are your... Oh. Uh, do we even I know? think... I mean, it's over... I've, oh, gosh. I mean, I think I'm over 50K subscribers. For yeah. 50,000 subscribers yeah. on YouTube. And there's a few... Like, that King of My Heart video. That's I, I kind of joke about it, but I think it's kind of true, which kind of freaks me out, is that, like, King of My Heart didn't really explode until that video was posted. Because, it. I mean, still to this day, it's got... Close to thirty million views, maybe you're lower twenty. I don't know that one. Yeah, that one video. Yeah, keep talking. So just basically, when you when you Google and you search and you're watching Bethel stuff online, you're probably watching your channel. It's a good chance. There's a few other channels that have have risen up for sure. I don't I don't really do it much anymore. Um, I'm kind of keeping it for i like to use that platform now just for community like when i i posted uh zayna's song you that was did. so fun scared the crap out of her <laughs> oh my gosh so <laughs> i recorded a video of surrounded to send to reading because they were having like a songwriters retreat which i didn't yeah. um i didn't get selected which was fine but then sam like comes walking up at school one day last year and she's like hey I was thinking and my, my whole just body knew and I was like no no I don't want to talk about it did you it. do it before you asked Zayna no she no, I asked, oh, I okay. asked. <laughs> but I said no the first time because I was like Sam I don't want to ruin your channel <laughs> like this I and it was like it was scary she has sure. this huge platform sure. and sure this is me like little Zayna, literally. Little Z, like, <laughs> I was like, no, bad idea. And she posted it, and it's been like, nothing but like beauty has come wow, out of it. Wonder. Really? And, and even, too, I don't, yeah, occasional when you have a, a viral channel, there's like hecklers that comment dumb sure. stuff. And so, um, and I literally, even for her video, I haven't had to delete like a single comment that's like wonderful it's, it's just been really beautiful that's gotta be to that's and gotta be the exception on youtube yeah i mean that's that's for very sure rare. and even on my channel what's interesting too because like when i would first go and, and start searching stuff and i would go into the comment <laughs> <laughs> there it is how many views Coons? sorry 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 i think it's low 20s what is it well you tell? so I, I maybe i just don't know how to read it but this says like so, sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> it says something like 50K plus, but that might oh, that's be. Subscribers. That's subscribers. I think. So, okay, yeah, so let, let the pros yeah, do this. Yeah, there you go. Just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I like to see like 123. I don't yeah. know. But what's interesting is that. It's 28 million. 
28 million views of that video. And again, this song had actually been released on two albums because the authors are... Uh, Sarah McMillan. Nobody knows that. She's a queen. She She is a queen. So the McMillans are the people that wrote the other, not the other. Yeah, John Martin McMillan. His wife is Sarah McMillan. She actually wrote the song. Again, they released it twice, but they're the people that wrote How He Loves Us. Yes. That was John Martin McMillan. And boy, you talk about songwriters. Whoa. Whoa to them. They're They're so good. I don't even understand them, and they're so good. Whoa. Half of them, I'm like, dude, that's so poetic. I'm impressed with I'm them like, for a hundred reasons, but so really, it's all poetry. Yes, like, it's so good. Yeah, it's just like it's my language. It so, is. It but, is. But yeah, even when you, when I would go on other channels in the past, I would just see. Like, I remember being so damaged in my faith journey just by scrolling their YouTube comments and reading them. Like, it's it gets pretty nuts down there. Sure. And um, and what's interesting is I really. I rarely have to do that. Like, I may have to delete a comment once a month, which is, like, unheard of. And I've only maybe had to block two or three people out of these almost three or four years, which, like, is weird. It's supernatural. I mean, because I would, other channels are doing the same thing. I would go in the comments, and they're just, either love or hate Bethel. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we've probably probably listened to that, uh, you know. Uh, And we were listening to Sam's channel. Hundreds of times, just on, for worship at our house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's it's so. Some, that it's is a so random awesome. accident. It's a random accident. It's the Lord. Yeah, it is. The it's Lord. the Lord. It's how He does what He does. <laughs> All right, Zaina, didn't you? Where were you when you got this phenomenal word from Rita Springer? And can you tell us about what? that story? Oh, oh, Rita. Uh, oh, Rita. Rita. You know. You know me, Rita. <laughs> you tell. <laughs> They're on a first really name cool basis. Word. Now, where were you when I got my word from Rita? I was actually. At her house because we did a worship school. <laughs> you know, Rita and I were just hanging out. <laughs> do you see why you need to have people over for dinner? You learn some stuff. This is what I'm talking. This is where we do BA chats and passing. Literally, I think you had just gotten back and you were so excited. Yeah. But I think it was pretty much in passing. I had to ask, are are you talking about Rita Springer gave you this word? Okay, wait. I need to slow down and hear what in the world you're talking about. Yeah, I. God accepted to the worship school she has called Dive Creative. It's so great. I recommend mm-hmm. it. Um, and it's just a bunch of other worship leaders from around the country and around the world. Um, so we got to have dinner at her house, sit in her living room, and she just prophesied over all of us. Wow. Like, not like two-minute words. I'm like talking, taking her time, like 10 minutes. Um, and she just said a lot of cool things. Like, there's a lot of, like, different genres within me which is so true Mm -hmm. I love um like I love pop music and I just like the entertain like the entertainment world in general um and what's funny is this is actually going to hold me accountable because people are going to hear this (laughs) she asked me she was like how many instruments do you play I was like uh one (laughs) I play the keys that's it and she was like you don't play the guitar and I was like no and she was like there's songs within you that are never gonna come out until you start playing that guitar. Yes. Oh wow! So what's funny is what's word. funny is earlier today I was literally thinking about you playing guitar. Oh, I need prophetic. To. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get yeah. on it. <laughs> I need to get on it. But she just spoke a ton of truth wow. over my life that she obviously didn't know because she doesn't know me like that. But that was such a fun time. Um, and I got to meet a lot of cool, like known worship leaders that are out now. And so, have yeah. you seen anything um, fulfilled from that word yet? 
Yes. Yeah? Just even um, my style of, it almost freed me to write oh, whatever I wanted to. Because it's great. like, it's just worship. So wh- however it sounds, mm-hmm. and even it, it freed me to prophetically flow how I want to, and not mm-hmm. like not thinking that I need to sound like anybody else. That's great. Yeah. On that trip too, wasn't that one of the first times you saw in the spirit of your eyes? Oh yeah, yeah. Please, <laughs> please tell that. Trip. Oh, oh, oh and then man. there was that. <laughs> that was like the most interesting phone call of my life. I was on the phone with Sam, <laughs> having like a hard time because I'm an emotional person, and. I was talking to Sam, and she's, like, encouraging me. And I was like, wait a second. <laughs> like, I think I'm seeing things, and maybe I need to go inside. <laughs> and I, s- like, saw in the spirit for the first time. Uh, just, like, sweet things that I love that Jesus showed me. Um, so I'm, like, opening that door and, like, gleaning still. I even started yeah. reading The Veil again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, like, full-on Blake style. It's not like <laughs> I've seen the spirit. It's, like with her eyes yeah while you were on the phone with sam and you were describing what you were seeing to her yes literally i was on the phone with her the whole time (laughs) like oh my gosh this is what i see so yeah wow fun times what's coming up this year what are you feeling what's the holy spirit saying over the over bassam praise and worship and and leading music this fall because what are we back to school in three weeks right yeah 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 Yeah. what are you feeling what is your heart saying what is the holy spirit telling you I feel like this is a year that everything's going to come together. Like, there's right. not going to be, like, separate, oh, we're focusing on this and this, but this is going to be a place where signs and wonders just break out even more. That, like, right. we're going to know the Bible like we've never known before, and um, we're going to prophesy to everyone we see, and they're going to get saved. Um, and I just even feel that for, like, the, like church worship has been so good. Which, goodness, yes, girls, we haven't even crazy. talked about that. No. But, again, since you both serve Ooh. on the praise and worship team, I do want to hear a little bit yeah. after you finish your statement about what in the world. It is exciting. Yeah. So I feel that for school, but, like, I feel like we're going to be coming off the momentum of yeah. what's been happening in the church. And Vanessa Hale is my <laughs> favorite person <laughs> in the world. She's Man. the best worship pastor, leader I've ever been under like I would not be myself without her leadership. We should all just stop and give an Amen. Amen. Yes. 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 We appreciate Ooh. that. V. Hell. We love v. Is wonderful. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say that, mercy. Sam. <laughs> so yeah, we she's been just been leading us with like pure she has. joy and like just yeah. purity to like, oh, we can literally go anywhere. So mm. I feel like worship within Bethel Atlanta, like come experience it because we're literally going to go it's exciting exactly where god wants us to be it's exciting what's been your experience about what's been going on in church sam because you've been up there playing through it you know what's weird is that i'm so i'm a big feeler like i i am but for probably the first my first two years in at bethel atlanta I never felt anything in worship. And that wasn't, it had everything to do with me. It was literally sure. my own journey with the Lord. Like sure. it was like a intentional thing that he put me through because I learned how to, he's just so much more ex- experimental than an emotion. And I, I just had to, it's, yeah, that's a whole other journey. But, and so I don't, I've never really felt the Lord most in music. Um, and so I, when I would cry, it was like something's going on. And so literally for the past 
gosh, I don't, probably almost two months now, every service I have cried. I mean, I'm some of them, I mean, and like, this is buckled over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, it's... Well, what's happening? Man, like, in, in just in Bethlehem. Well, what's happening with you? Oh, my with gosh. With the crime? What's going on? Yeah, I don't, you know, there's this thing about worship. Um, when I was thinking, I was thinking about it earlier, because if, if you think about worship in in the context of music because we all know like worship is everything everything like, all of life and worship is sweeping worship is exactly. taking care of your sweeties worship is going to work yep. worship exactly. is praising exactly worship right. yeah. yeah yeah so and it's interesting um I, i've been on this crazy journey of just encountering him in all of creativity like That's in the awesome. spoken word all of it and awesome. um and if you think about music um it's one of the only creative expressions where it speaks to your body, your heart, and your spirit at the same time. And it makes your, if your if the song's good enough, it kind of makes your brain go silent. Like, you really can't sing a song with a cloud, like a train of thoughts going through your mind, like, out loud. You physically, it's hard to do. And so it, it mm-hmm. almost, like, for me, I've always been super, like, intellectual. Like, there's, I just have, like, my my brain is constantly just inflamed with thoughts. Like I'm always processing something. I don't, I can't turn it off. And so there was a lot of imbalance throughout my entire childhood where I just was always in my head. And so when music comes in and it moves, it moves your body, your heart and your spirit, literally at the same time, it like unifies your being and it it puts your mind, like it makes your mind go silent, which is always on. And so like when, when music just turns on it like it just unifies my being and there were there's parts of me that I'm like oh I didn't know like there's a part of me in this and so it just it literally like unifies my being to where I can full like just relax like literally that's how I feel this presence is that like I will it almost physically feels as if all of my cells in my body just relax that's awesome like all the tension is just and so it's just I don't know I think that's been it I, I just have been able to let go of my mind and then like in my being like nothing is imbalanced like I he's activating every part of me like my my body's involved my heart like my mind is shut up for once and so it's just it's just been killing me and in a good way in a good way would you say that's peace is he bringing you peace yeah I mean everything and even just like my um my discernment has it's almost been scary how much that's even been activated just in and outside <laughs> mm-hmm. of worship like I I'm actually in a place where I can um I can actually like trust my feelings like they're not a mm-hmm. lot of times they're not just you know responses of flesh which for years they were it act, when I feel stuff it's actually like very intentional because I've just I've done the work and I've really like just really gone deep with a lot of stuff to the point where like he actually can he has the ability to actually like speak with me with what I'm feeling. And that was mm-hmm. never the case because wow. my feelings were a response to just stuff that was going on. Wow. And so it's just, you know, Bethel Atlanta is, isn't, it's such an honor to be able to like even walk this land before it's physically in its promise. And because I can just feel like it's kind of been the season of, um, just preparing the wineskin. And so I, I just think it's very soon, Bethelena is about to just explode. And I think those are all just like all the worship that's been. I mean, we've had times where, you know, uh, didn't one Saturday, we didn't even get to the word. It's crazy. And so, and, st- yeah. and other two, like, we'll, we'd be going like hour, an hour and a half, close to two hours over service, just worshiping yeah. some yeah. nights. And, 
and just no resistance in the room. It's, I mean, literally the sense of, like, anything could happen. Like, and it's just been, I don't know, I think it's just been a response to um, the things that are coming. It's awesome. Like, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Is that what you're feeling like is going to spill over into school? Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. The holiness of God. Yeah. It's like the, what is he going to do? Like, let's watch him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's watch him. Yeah. Mm. That's good. Girls, Zaina Allen, Sam Tidwell, mm-hmm. thank you. Girls, thank this you. is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been a great, well, yeah. I've, so I've just, I've learned so much tonight. <laughs> I mean, really, like, I, it's, it's amazing how we can be around such, I mean, giants, and we just don't know it. And so... What an honor to have you guys with us tonight. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. So you guys fun. are always more than welcome. So in wrapping up, we always tell, well, I should have told you guys beforehand, but if you're feeling anything, if you have any sort of words, you're more than welcome to share it. We're seeing cool things. People are getting yeah. words and getting set free, and we're not even listening to this in real time. <laughs> it's great to see it's how awesome. the Lord does it. So yeah. If, yeah. You, if you have anything, you're more than welcome to share. Yep. If you want to, anything, anything's I been burning in your heart? I was feeling today, so I got set free from depression Great. through worship mm-hmm. um so if you're listening today whatever day it is um <laughs> there's there's access to get out of what you've been um anxious yeah. about or depressed about um and yeah so we just thank you lord that you free us yes. from depression and then yeah. you just so good. um break all of our chains that have been holding us yes. back and you just release us to be all that we're supposed to be yeah yes. so yeah. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. And I and I've really just been feeling too like there's a lot of like restoration and trust to know. Um, like there's a lot of people like experiencing just a lot of like restlessness in their mm. soul, like just emotions and and everything externally, like this sense of like restlessness and and I just feel. Um, the reality of what people believe about the goodness and how present God is, that's actually finally going to go like from the head to the heart. And like, there's just everything inside is just going to relax. Like all the, all the restlessness is going to settle and um, people are just going to just come to an understanding. Like at the end of the day, we can scheme all we want inside our hearts and, and strategize and, and comprehend the things we think we want and need. But at the end of the day, like the father, he knows our hearts, what makes it beat, what triggers it way more intricately than we can. And so just that, just knowing that reality just makes us relax. Yeah. That's just a big part of it. And so, um, you want to release that over folks? Yeah. Yeah. Father, I just, um, just to any restlessness right now, I just, just pray that people would just physically feel your arms just wrap around them and like everything inside would just, like they would feel the tension just release like right when they're about to snap it all the slack just comes back and um that literally just almost like the similar uh transformation I had where it was like night and day where it didn't really take years of work it just took a moment of finally coming to terms with what I really believed in and so I just pray for that conviction of of your nearness and your goodness would finally settle in and that they would be able to actually like just focus on the joy of life yeah, and good. know that you just know. Know that you know. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's all.
Thank you. That's awesome. I was hearing something a little bit earlier, too, and we could do that in wrapping. I, I felt like somebody had a broken heart mm-hmm. um, because you were thinking that life was going to be great, big. It was going to be huge and great and big, and it just hasn't been. And you need to just hear it hasn't been yet, but mm-hmm. you were right. You were completely and totally right. Life is great, big. God is great, big. And so I'm going to release Ephesians 3.20 over you. It's your time. And things are going to be opening up wide in front of you. Um, And it's just Jesus. He does everything that you cannot do. And so you just stay still. And we just say Ephesians 3.20, The Lord is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that you're even asking and thinking according to the power that works in you. That's good. And so we just bless you, bless you, bless you. It is too great big. And you're going to see bigger things than you've you've even asked for. And the Lord is going to heal that heart. Um, there's just been a real still season over you, but don't be discouraged. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. So if any three of those are you, email yeah. us at bhats yeah. at bethelatlanta.com. We'd love to random. hear a testimony of that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like somebody lost their car keys and has been like searching for like <laughs> a week and about to find it. Oh, this somebody's is listening. so fun. I just feel like, so, yeah, so car good. keys. Car find keys. them. You're going to do it. When you find those keys, you better email yeah, us. Better I'm going to hear BHats at BethelAtlanta.com. We'd love to hear yes. from you. That'd be really great. So, so Zaina's word was freedom from depression. Sam's word um, was about um, rest and that, it's, that you're going to come into the rest. Isn't that what she said? Stillness. Settling. Settling. And Rachel's word was just not yet. You're, you haven't seen it yeah. yet, and it's going to be more than you could possibly imagine. And somebody's going to find their car keys. Amen. <laughs> if that's you, bhats at BethelAtlanta.com. We'd love to hear from you. Girls, thank you. We love you. You just bless us. Thank you. Thanks. Hey, you guys remember that we love you. And Jesus loves you too.